Hi, welcome to another episode of The Lord's Delight. When you are hearing this, I will be in Europe. <laughs> in Dublin, Ireland to be specific. Hopefully having fun. And I'll do a recap of like how my holiday went, how my travels went because I'm going to be traveling throughout the month of December, more than a month. And I should be here um then I'm going to Asia. and then coming back to north america end of december to sell right in time to celebrate new year so i'll do sort of a recap like starting off next year so ne- let's dive into this week's episode which is the women in genealogy of christ i've always been like interested the kind like you know the way the women women were integrated let's look at matthew 1 that actually lists like as it talks about the genealogy which is like patriarchal tracing but then it talks about specific women let's see who they are the first woman who is mentioned is it says juda the father of peres and zerah whose mother was tamar so tamar then comes it says boaz the father of obed no salmon the father of boaz whose mother was rahab boaz the father of obed whose mother was ruth so that makes it three Then as you go down it says David was the father of Solomon whose mother had been Uriah's wife that's four and finally it uh, comes down to Mary mother of Jesus who is number 5 let's take them one at a time Tamar is like there is so much taboo like relationship stuff and stigma about these women that have been integrated into this genealogy which i think why it's important to talk about it Tamar and Judah had Perez and Zerah. Guess what? Tamar was Judah's daughter-in-law. And <clears throat> that is such craziness, right? And then in verse 5, it talks about Salmon, who's like Boaz's father, and his mom was Rahab, who was the prostitute in Jericho. Then it talks about Ruth, who was a widow from Moab, who... got married to Boaz and she had Obed and with respect to David you know where it talks about Solomon but he had Solomon through Bathsheba who was Uriah, Uriah's wife and guess what she is the unnamed woman in this genealogy it acknowledges her but does not integrate her name that was adulterous relationship again right and then comes Mary mother of Jesus where she was pregnant premarital like before the wedding which was also a taboo in those days i was like why why these specific women and why all this and the one thing that i could think of is a lot of times to this day from biblical times such a long time has passed and we still tend to judge as a society both men and women tend to judge women based on the stigmas associated or how their behavior or whatever men seem to get away when they misbehave sexually like or have adultery or sexual immorality but women were always the ones that faced a lot of repercussions or being called a certain name but the one thing that this genealogy tells me is that to Christ it doesn't matter your past once you come to him whatever your path was tamar bore sons through her father-in-law by tricking him rahab was a prostitute i mean ruth was from moab which 
like if you read in the old testament god calls it his washpot and the moabites were hated by the jews and she became in the genealogy she was a widow who got remarried then comes obviously batseba's name is not mentioned it was an adulterous relationship right and then mary herself who was a teenage pregnancy out of wedding through all this what i can one the first point is no matter what your journey has been once you come to christ he can use you as long as you're available to him have a relationship with him he does he forgives you completely and he is not ashamed of the path you have walked on he is a god who uses you who has a purpose for you who helps you like you know these are significant positions to be in the genealogy of the god who, who is the creator the son of god like son of man like that importance was given to them god chose them he is not a god of randomness so number 1 doesn't matter what your path is what you been through the moment you come to christ he has a purpose for you and guess what he is not ashamed of you that's the number 2 he treated this women with dignity he gave them such honor positions in the genealogy nobody including sarah has been named in here yeah rebecca is not there and all these women they are not there but there are five chosen women who have been mentioned and the, we need to be very cautious as that's number 3 of judging people when we meet them you don't know what part of their journey you are meeting them in because later on you don't know what god has called them to be so many people would have met rehab when she was in jericho as a prostitute but guess what the moment she declared her faith in god the future he had for her was very different and the same for ruth your god is my god she declared that to naomi with no expectations already had a husband like a widow it didn't matter god had a future and a purpose for her and the position of honor in his genealogy and that is something i think sometimes as christians we forget we come across so many people in our lives do not judge them for where they are because if that judgment is put upon our lives it in different areas this is just like it just blows my mind that as christians sometimes we look down on people or judge people for like you know going through situations exactly listed by these five women you don't know what they have been through but once they chose christ it is different he had a purpose for them he honored them with positions in their genealogy i'm not saying that he says this is a license to go do all these things now he says it doesn't matter what you have done in the past once you come to me from here on it's different and i feel like that specific adultery and all that kind of stuff is probably why bathsheba's name was withheld and i feel like it is a honor to uria to acknowledge the fact that she was his wife first and also this shows me the heart of god all these women would have been looked down upon by the society do you think it was easy for mary to handle like a pregnancy before marriage joseph was willing to divorce her or like you know put her away silently but guess what the society would have said how did he know probably it's word of mouth it's spread because mary didn't text him that's the thing 
so she would have endured a lot of mockery shame but guess what jesus god chose them to be placed in the genealogy of jesus such honor to be named like you know we say all this patriarchal men you know they made mistakes they had two wives three wives guess what there were women who were in similar positions but god saw the heart how he saw the heart of those women similarly he only saw the heart of men even though they did all these mistakes as so many wives the same way right he since he was able to forgive david he because of his heart of being with like so many different women the same way he treated the samaritan woman he for, like he it didn't matter to him right as long as her heart when she came then he was like don't do this anymore that is the heart of god he treated men and women equally and their heart is what mattered to him so i just wanted to talk about this today regarding so you see so many women around you just don't judge them don't look down on them encourage them do not look down on their past you don't know what people have been through or what god is like right now once they come to christ what they are being trained for and i think it's a continuity from like last weeks the widows when i talked about the widows just support each other in this journey be somebody who encourages people edifies people and hold people up but i am going to give a disclaimer this is not a caveat to like when you see somebody going in the rank path and when god says go confront that is a totally different category because nathan did it to david prophet nathan and that is exactly why david repented so though there are circumstances when people call somebody to go confront somebody i'm not talking about any of that i'm just talking about circumstances and paths sometimes we come through it doesn't matter what it is the world might look down upon the world might be shame. it doesn't matter to god it matters what your heart is once you proclaim your faith in him and accept him as your savior it doesn't matter what the world thinks of you he has a purpose for you and he treats you with honor and dignity because he made you in his own image and so treat others with dignity and whatever path you have been on it doesn't matter just come to god come to jesus come to christ tell him from your heart if you really do love him that is i'm not asking you to like fake proclaim something but if you accept him as your savior let him know and the journey from then on is different i just want to pray and finish today lord i pray for people who are hearing this doesn't matter what their journey has been lord we've seen so many fallen people in the bible that we talked about in the genealogy abraham david all these patriarchs same way the matriarchs we see are also fallen with so many flaws but lord you see the heart you help us live lives that pleases you so i just ask that whoever is hearing these you bless the people once they have come to you you strengthen them to walk in the way that you have for them I pray that you will bless them with the clarity of purpose you have for them and assure them of your promise that you have a place of honor for them in the future. Jesus name I pray. Amen. Okay then, I'll see you guys next week. Bye.